Hello and welcome to the Growing Mums podcast with me, Kira Hawkins. I'm a primary school teacher and ordinary mum of two, trying to muddle through motherhood and learn from my mistakes along the way. Here we will be talking all things modern parenting, from baby and toddler sleep to self-development and growth. We will be having those raw conversations that we often don't get a chance to have in the playground and we will be searching for those moments where we find connection through shared experiences. So get ready for some expert advice as well as insightful motherhood confessions. Let's get started. Hello, this is a slightly different podcast for me. Um, I am aiming to get podcasts out every Thursday. So that's going to be the day that I publish my interviews with different people. But because of unforeseen circumstances this week, I've actually, um, I'm not able to publish the interview that I was going to. And so I'm doing a little Ask Me Anything podcast um, and see we'll see how it goes down. So I wanted to start by just talking a little bit about myself because I don't think I've given um, people much of a background story of how I came, who I am and how I came to doing a podcast. So a little brief history of me is I um, I trained as a primary school teacher after uni and um, after uni, during uni, I trained as a primary school teacher and I started working in schools um across all year groups really I've done a bit of everything in primary school and then I got married um when I was 23 to a man older than me he is 12 years older than me but we got together when I was quite young anyway we got married and then we um got I got pregnant so I stopped working and I was a full-time mum, stay-at-home mum for, and I have been for the last four years, but only recently in the last six months, I've taken on a um, a part-time job as well, which I'm really loving. I'm loving having the balance, but I'm actually, I'm now not working in primary schools anymore. I'm working in a centre for homeschooled children. So I just have a small class of children that are normally homeschooled but they come in a few days a week for some formal teaching so I teach them English and maths and it's really great actually I'm loving it I'm loving having the balance of work going to work and having that change and wearing different clothes and not being mum and then coming back and really appreciating the time with the kids but it's been summer holidays so it's I've been off and I've just been 24-7 mum, which has been intense, but there have been really lovely moments. My daughter, my oldest daughter, is going to school in September. She's starting in a week um, and I'm so excited for her. She's going to have an amazing time. She's listening right now because I'm having to do this with her around, but that's fine. So I'm not going to say any more about it. And um. I'm trying to think of anything else you need to know. So I have been in the past quite shy and quite anxious, um, but I read an incredible book uh, in January last year, just after I was starting to come out of the baby phase from having my second little boy, who's now 19 months. And um, it's called Manifest and it's by Roxy Nafusi. And it's a book about basically the universe is not out to get you and um, if you can change your mindset then you can achieve your dreams and it just teaches you how to remove all fears and doubts about what other people might think and 
work really hard on yourself and showing kindness to yourself and self-love and all the rest of it and it really has grown my confidence and just made me not worry too much about what other people think of what I'm doing and so I'm just going for it and making my own podcast because that is my dream. I absolutely love chatting to people, hearing their story and talking about motherhood because let's be honest, it's not an easy ride. It is a roller coaster from day one and um, doing it in my 20s, I found it really knocked, what's the word? Knocked the wind out of my sails. I just did not know what I was doing or who I was or anything and I had to completely start again with friendships none of my friends had kids um you know breastfeeding tongue tie all of it so I really wanted to start a motherhood podcast just to share all of those moments and hopefully make some people feel less alone and it's also an incredible outlet for me I get to be sociable and um talk about my feelings and hear from other people, find connections with other people and that just really tops me up with what I need. So um, here I am doing a podcast. So that's a little bit about me and thank you so much for all the support that people have been giving. I really appreciate it. Oh my goodness, it has been so much fun making the podcast so far. So I'm going to keep this short and sweet because I think my podcast needs to get a little bit shorter. As I've as you've probably noticed, I'm so new to this and I'm doing it completely by myself. I've got some really lovely friends who have given me a few tips and advice, but the majority of this, I'm just learning on the job. So I've been doing quite long podcasts. So I'm going to keep this one short and sweet if I can stop talking. Now, I've had quite a few listener questions through when I put out on my Instagram, ask me anything. And I've kind of grouped them into three categories. So the first question is about the best kind of UK day trips um, that don't cost an arm and a leg. So what I'm going to say here is over the summer holidays, I have really tried to keep things minimal cost, but also making it feel really fun. So I've tried to do variety. So the first thing I've done is like maybe once a week I have booked in or once every couple of weeks I've booked in like a fun more expensive day out. So we went to see Hey Dougie the show in Bristol. So I haven't mentioned this before but I actually live in a lovely little place called Stroud. Um, So my local areas are kind of Gloucestershire but not everybody's are so you could find your local events near you. So I booked a kind of I booked a couple of shows over the summer. One was Hey Dougie in Bristol, which was amazing. The kids absolutely loved it. We went with a friend. I really can't recommend it enough if your kids like Dougie. Betsy was is just about still at the right age for it, but next year would might be a bit old. So I'd say up to about four or five year olds. That's so such a great day out. Um, and then we've also booked our local circus. There's a really lovely cir- circus near us called Gifford Circus. So we've booked to go and see that. Um, we also booked a farm park, which was really fun. So a more expensive day out and a bit further out, but it's nice to do maybe once in the holidays. Um, I've also got friends who took their kids to Peppa Pig World. It's a long drive from where we live, but it might not be as far from where you are or any sort of theme park. If your kids are that little bit older, doing roller coasters and rides and stuff like that. So things like that are really good, more expensive days out. And then cheaper days out, which again, you could do maybe one of these once or every couple of weeks are 
getting in the car, packing up a picnic and driving to the nearest beach. So that might be an hour or two away, but you could make a whole day of it if it's a sunny day. So driving to the beach, um, going to your local swimming pool, outdoor pool or indoor pool, but outdoor pool if it's a sunny day would be lovely, going for the day. And then what I've been doing for most of the time is going to parks on a sunny day. So pack up a picnic, go and meet friends. Um, Or if you don't have friends to meet up with, just go to a park that you know gets quite busy and you'll meet friends and your kids will meet friends there. So a park with loads of green space that's quite spread out is much more relaxing. Um, and And yeah, just go and go and meet people because I think that is so important as a mum you just need company when you've really had a day of it or you've had a morning of it getting out the house and everyone's screaming and you're having a meltdown um I think it's therapy to go and talk to other parents so I would really recommend getting out there and putting yourself out there and just being open-minded about people and asking questions and trying to be be a bit confident and just kind of fake it till you make it until you've made some lovely friends who you really connect with um and then uh get maybe investing in like something for the kids to play on in your garden although I say investing you can pick up like seesaws swings um slides on Facebook marketplace anywhere like that just secondhand plastic tat but it might just encourage your kids to go out in the garden and give you a moment to yourself um so that's another idea and then yeah mixing it up with things at home like baking arts and crafts if you can get a little bit organized I mean I find this really hard but I've for the summer I stocked up a little bit on paints I want to give you a tip about paints if you don't want to buy big pots and have like store all of them you know in the magazine in little kids magazines and stuff you get little tiny sort of sets of paints like the little about a cent two centimeters wide by two centimeters tall with the little lids on um I keep all of those and then that is just our paint selection and so Betsy can just get those out on her own and get a paintbrush and it's not too messy like there's not too much paint so it can't get too messy so that is my biggest tip for painting so I hope that's answered your question um I hope that's given you some ideas basically oh the other great thing we did was we went strawberry picking um at a local farm but and that was really fun but also you can go blackberry picking in your local area if there's if you know somewhere that's got blackberries just take a tupperware and go and pick blackberries because the kids absolutely love it they love picking and eating so that is my that's my question um answer to the questions all around day trips and things to do in the summer holidays with kids hello peachy yeah okay the next question is um I had a couple of questions all around uh, sleep and early mornings, early wakes and clock changes. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that. So yes, the clock changes also fill me with dread. Um, We already sometimes have really early mornings. So we had a, a period of Wilf waking up at five every single day for about three months and it was really hard. But I mean I won't dwell too much on sleep because everyone's situation is different and it totally depends on what you want to do with your child but all I will say is we have done some stuff on weaning um, 
Wilf at night and it has made such a difference to his sleep and he's also eating a lot more in the day so we've done that but that still doesn't stop the early wakes and um somebody asked about the clock change so I'll talk about that basically yeah the clock changes are just pretty hellish so whatever way you're doing it I don't really know the way around it but I guess sometimes we will put the kids to bed slightly later hoping that they'll then wake up later after the clock change Uh, but if you can't do that and you're okay with the early morning earlier morning or your child just wakes up early in the morning all I can say is make try if you can try and reframe it and it's really hard and I struggle with this um as making more time for you in the morning so if that means you're coming down at five and you're putting the telly on but you go and do a yoga class or if that means you're coming down at five and if your child's a baby you're setting up um, some toys for them and then you do like some stretching or a little workout or you get a bit of housework done in the morning so I sometimes do that sometimes I'll leave the kitchen at night and not tidy up because I know I'm getting up really early in the morning and then I'll tidy it in the morning but I know it can also be really hard to get anything done when you've got a child or a toddler around so in that scenario tv just tv mate give yourself a minute to just like wake up and do something for yourself make yourself a really nice coffee or um take some vitamins I've started taking real supplements and I'm making it a treat for myself making my reels disgusting drink but I'm trying to reframe it like that to get me through the early mornings Okay, I've got a question from Phil here and it says, (laughs) he's so annoying, why, how much for a foot pick? (laughs) Because earlier I read, was reading my Instagram messages and somebody messaged me saying, I'll pay you a thousand pounds for a foot pick. And obviously it's a scam, but I'm a bit naive to these things. And I was, and I've heard stories of people selling like smelly old shoes and socks to people for like ridiculous amounts of money or and Phil told me one about somebody who sold their saliva for like 1700 pounds or something so I was like oh my gosh short-term gain I could really do with that thousand pounds so I was really considering it but then I spoke to my friend and she was like abort it's a scam so I blocked them straight away but yeah that is why he's like have you got a foot pick he's teasing me so go away Phil but I can't I can't swear on this because I've got Betsy sat right next to me um and then the last question that I was going to answer is all about how what inspired you to start a podcast and how do you go about starting a podcast so I I read this book um I don't know if I talked about this in the intro I think I did I'm losing my mind called Manifest which is by an author called Roxy Nafusi and if you haven't found anything out about her yet I would go for it if you want it if you've got a dream but you kind of don't quite have the confidence to go for it so um, I read this book called Manifest and I was thinking about careers and it really opened my eyes to the fact that you can just go out and chase your dream there's nothing stopping you um if it's time stopping you or money stopping you 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 can possibly find ways around that even if you just do an hour a week looking into it to start with which is what I did and then um 
because I absolutely love podcastings. I podcastings podcasts. I live and breathe them I listen to them all the time and I love chatting to people I love finding out about people and hearing their stories so I kind of knew that that was what I wanted to do next but I didn't have the confidence to do it and I felt really bitter for people who seemed like they were doing it and it seemed really easy for them oh Will's waking up so I'm gonna have to go in a sec but I just went for it and I just found out about how you do it. So to start with, I downloaded um, a record, some recording software and I borrowed a microphone and I just booked in like an interview. I, I messaged someone on Instagram and took a punt, somebody with a bit of a following and they said yes and they came on my podcast. So that's literally how I started. Um, and then it just went from there. But if anyone's got any more questions about that, just message me because I'd love to share, you know, if somebody has a dream of starting a podcast but doesn't know where to start then I'm really happy to share exactly what I did so thank you so much guys that was my ask me anything and please let me know your feedback and whether it was interesting it may not have been which is absolutely fine and uh lots of love thank you so much for the support Mm -hmm.